Hey, Cam. Yes, Don. Do you ever think about how crammed your trailer is when you go race? Dude, all the time. Race cars, golf carts, jets, power wheels, and all of his toys, his little dirt bikes, his strider bikes, all that stuff. I'm crammed. But I'm sure everybody in motorsports is feeling the same way. Well, now our audience has someone to call. They need to call Lance at lbtrailers.com. Lance is carrying over 70 motorsports haulers in stock options from top to bottom. We always talk about looking the part in motorsports, traveling up and down the road and at the track. Now you can look the part with LB Trailer Sales. Go to online to lbtrailers.com or stop by Facebook at LB Trailer Sales. You have a friend in the trailer business and make sure to tell them that Racers and Rental Cars sent you. Let's put it up for the weekend warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the weekend warriors. What's up, West Coast Cam? Oh, same old, same old. Just sweating in my garage. It's like the hottest week of the year. I'm pretty sure it's probably hotter than blazes in Indiana too, but it's even hot at the beach right now. So let me see. Let me get this kicked off right. I'm sitting here. The thermostat in my shop is directly at eye level, and I'm looking directly at it, and it says 81 degrees inside my shop. What's the temperature inside your garage? I don't have a thermometer, but it was like 90 degrees today outside, so <clears throat> it's probably pretty close to that. Well, I guess that will uh, help you with your weight savings. You can just sweat a little bit today then. Yep. Yep. I'm always sweating because I'm nervous to talk to Don today. You're, you're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, get a rag and wipe yourself off. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks. We are going to talk about Fits for sponsorship this week. Here we week. go. Don's throwing fits. I I'm throwing pen. fits. I got my pen and my pad and paper for this one. This should be good. There you go. Get your pen and paper out, and we're going to talk fits for sponsorships. That's what we're going to talk about this week. Thanks for tuning in to Racers and Rental Cars. And as always, please rate, review, download, subscribe, all those things that everybody wants you to do so that Tell one day friends. we... Tell your friends. Tell 10 of them. I mean, Tito's said it best. Tell 10 of your closest friends. We would, matter of fact, Tito's, if you're listening, again, we don't have a beer sponsor uh, and we don't have a vodka sponsor, and both of those are wide open categories for fits in our property sponsorship program. So nonetheless, we're going to kick it right off, Cam. I want to talk about what's been going on in racing the past week. It's been kind of a topsy-turvy week, but before I do that, tell me what's on your mind. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> oh, dude, what's on my mind? You're the, you're the in- most interesting man on this podcast. You're the <laughs> you're the Dosekis of this podcast. I'm just, I, I was, I'm just a sidekick. I was having a moment there where, when I threw that at you and you had this look on your face, which obviously no everyone can see, just me. I kind of imagined one of the kids sitting in your body shop class and you throw in a question and they were like, uh, uh, is he talking to me? Burrito? 
Yeah. No, I, well, with that being said, it was the first week of class as of yesterday, you know, for the fall semester. And it's very interesting being a socially distant instructor. You know what's the most weird part about keeping people socially distant and, like, being, like, the keeper of the castle on that? You would be amazed at how many, how hard it is to keep students away from each other. Like, I have, I have a couple, like, groups of friends in my classes. Like, they've been through the program, they're going through the program together or whatever. And I'm just like, guys, six feet. Guys, six feet. I mean, it sounds weird, but a lot harder than you think. And then I walk around the corner and there's four guys standing in one welding booth. I'm like, what are you doing in here? Oh, well, we're welding. All of you? Yeah, I'm like, together? Are you welding each other together? Like, to each other? <laughs> They're like, oh, come on, teach. I'm like, no, guys, we have to be, you have your own welding booth. Let's, let's <laughs> all weld together. Let's weld together at the same time. Like, ready, one, two, three, go. Like, and you can all weld together. We're going to try that Look. tomorrow. We're gonna try that tomorrow. I, I want to know how we how come we have not seen the mask game for Cameron Professor Con, Cameron Foray on Instagram. How come we have not seen any mask selfies? Mm, I don't do the mask selfie. You know, everybody's up. Everybody's like, "What's up with your mask, dude? What what do you got?" I'm like, "I just roll stock, man. I just roll with the like surgical mask." Are you kidding me? Are you wearing like the three folded over? Over yeah. the ear, blue yes. surgical mask. Are you kidding me? Your high maintenance no. ass don't have some freaking fashionable freaking mask for the love of God. No. Well, I shout out to DJ Safety. They did hook me up with one of those, but um, I didn't want to get that one all tore up at that class. So I just I just roll with the stock ones because they get dirty and they start to smell and whatever. I just toss them. So I do have, oh, and I also do have an awesome TMS titanium neck gaiter that I stole from my wife that they sent her. Um, so thanks for that, <laughs> nonchalantly. Um, so, but it just depends. But when you're working on stuff, like if you have welding helmet on, it's kind of hard to have, like, it's kind of hard to have a mask on. But yeah, the school did supply us with uh, like Cerritos Strong ones. And I wore that one yesterday, actually. Cheetos Strong. Cheetos strong, hashtag. But I wore it little, inside out. Little orange fingerprints on the face of it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Come on, work with me here. This I'll is awesome if, PR. I'll have to see if I can work on that for tomorrow. You got but a yeah, freaking no. one-year-old. Get Jet some freaking Cheetos in the mask and let him wipe his hands all over it. Golden. He's good at that, man. He's good at putting his fingers all over our couch. Dude. Who would not like to see Chester Cheeto on the side of a top fuel car? Holler at me. Yes, yeah, sign me up. I would even bring an EpiPen to every event so I could slam down as many Cheetos as I possibly could. That's right. You're lactose intolerant. Yeah. Hey, but I'd take one for the team because they are That's damn artificial. good. That's artificial. They are damn good for one, but I would want the flaming hot ones. No pun intended. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would want the flaming hot Cheetos top fuel dragster coming dude, at you hot, dude. There, it's artificial cheese. There's no way it's like you should not have a problem eating damn Cheetos. So 
So funny story, sidebar conversation here. <laughs> back in back in my acting days, when I was a kid, I had to go on an audition for uh, a Go-Gurt. Do you remember those? There was like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And they yeah, had yeah. all the in the plastic tube. It, yeah, and there was like a skateboard one or whatever. Well, I got a couple callbacks, and like it was like between me and I don't know a couple other kids or whatever. And like at the callback, I had to like you had to do the scene or whatever with the gogurt and you have to like basically down this, <laughs> this yogurt and i'm so allergic to it so allergic to it and my mom is like just do it <laughs> and, I, like, and all i'm thinking is just like dollar signs like race cars like dollar signs like yeah so like, all right so i go up there and i do it and i just down this sucker like on you know for my deal and they make you do it a couple times and <laughs> I downed this thing and I gagged and I like, like I didn't like projectile puke, but I like lost it because I'm allergic to it. And so it like my right. stomach, like it was just not happy. And oh, man, it was so funny. And needless to say, I did not get the commercial. Nah, because I, I, believe it or not, for people that don't know, for food commercials and things like that, you actually have to eat it. And they have a bucket next to you. Like, if you think you like McDonald's French fries, the fool that's in that commercial has to eat French fries for like nine hours straight. So you can imagine. So what they do is they literally eat it, take a bite. Mmm, it's good or whatever. And then they spit it in the bucket. Because they say, okay, that was great. Let's do it 25 more times. Take 200. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. The only, uh, the only scene that I did one time and they used it on the actual movie was in Jack Frost when they were, they launched tennis balls at us. They were painted white because then there was a scene where the dad, like the snowman, like he was doing like a helicopter thing, like a snowball fight. Well, they were actually tennis. They had like nine tennis ball launchers that were painted white. Then I got cracked in the face and it busted my lip open <laughs> and I had blood everywhere. And the, the social worker on the, on the set, because you're underage, you have to have that. Um, they're like, yep, nope, not happening. Between that and then when they packed me in the side of a mountain when I got ran over by a giant snowball, it was so cold outside that they said, okay, action. And they said, break out on action. It's make it look like you got ran over. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, me and the other kid got stuck in the ice because it was so cold outside, it froze like where they packed it all in and we couldn't get out. They were losing their minds. Ah, you'd have been okay. It's not like you'd have oh, I was hypothermy. Fine. No, I was fine, but they were like, okay, action, and we're like, uh, uh. <laughs> nothing was happening. So, as you can imagine, the social workers and the parents and director and everybody was like, losing it. They're like, yep, that's where you're using that. That's all you get. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. I don't care. And that They're makes like, your nope. highlight clip? Oh, it's in the movie, yeah. That that one scene in the movie is the one. That was it. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get Die and the and, and Claire, and we're just gonna have to sit down, and we're just gonna have to have a, a Cameron for a hashtag movie night. Dude, we're and rolling into my Jack season, man. We're we're coming into the 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 bottom slope of my season right now. We're hitting hitting winter. I know. So those residual checks are gonna start <laughs> rolling in, right? Damn, Skippy. Yeah, you're gonna be on the Lifetime Network anyway. Dude, I wish. <laughs> Just ABC Family and 
right now. That, there you go. I mean, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Get yeah. get yourself a reality show. Dude, I would have the best reality show. Me and Jet we, would have the best reality show. Why are you leaving your wife out? Because she'd have to direct it. Because she, <laughs> she usually just looks at me and Jet and just shakes her head. You guys are a bunch of goofballs. So embarrassing. That's all yeah. right. That's all I don't right. even she's, know you guys. She's going to have a daughter soon so that you'll have two dis- disapproving people looking at you. <laughs> exactly. Gosh, Dad, why are you such a dork? Exactly. Teenage daughters, got to love them. You see it now. That's it. All right. Well, hey, let's follow up with what we talked about last week. We talked about things, right? Changing marketplace things that are going on that people need to consider is we're all chasing our sponsors and our partners for renewals and new partners and so forth moving forward into 2021. And I don't, I mean, the last week and a half has been really active in the sponsorship place. A lot of people making announcements for multi-year deals and a lot of them are a little bit, or I shouldn't say a lot of them. One of them in particular made me really start thinking about how sponsorships fit together. And and that kind of struck me after I was hanging out on Twitter one night after an announcement and reading back through a bunch of tweets and everybody spewing their hatred and so forth uh, towards a certain individual uh, for their announcement. Like they had an announcement of two large partners within like 72 hours or it might have been 96 hours of each other. Huge deals, huge, I mean, huge deals for this driver and the motorsports organization. And people were just spewing hatred and, you know, just being the trolls that they are in the Twitter, Twitterverse that they have nothing else better to do. They hate their own mom, dad's grilled cheese sandwiches. But nonetheless, uh, the whole fit mindset came to me. So talking about fits for sponsorship, and we talked about this, Cam, like, I mean, it seems like a decade ago when we first started the podcast in our early episodes, we talked about, uh, I think you used the, a cliche or an analogy, if you will, of, you know, if you drive super comp, you're not going over and hitting up Rolex or something to be a sponsor on your super comp program, right? That would be badass. Rolex saying. on super comp. Because <laughs> <laughs> then if right? you say... Literally, it can see on the side of the car rolling like a big shot. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's really going to fit into their tagline strategy, but I like. I, I like that aggressiveness. Come right out of the box with that, Cam. Hey, they do. They do make a Rolex specifically for race drivers. You know how do I they? know? I know. You got one? I don't yet. Okay, <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh, you said race car drivers. Oh, it's my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that. February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah, we're six months out. Yeah, I'm retired. You're retired. (laughs) Uh, So that being said, I wanted to talk about. Look at him! I got him stumped. Look at him. Nah, just (laughs) he's he's still on. (laughs) You're such an idiot. Still rolling on the rolling like a big shot. Rolling like a big shot. Rolex. That's it. Uh, no, we want to talk about, I, I think my first one 
that I want to talk about when it comes to fit for a sponsor, when you're looking for sponsors and your program, right? Everybody's going to be different. The guy that's running uh, open wheel modifieds uh, in Iowa is going to be looking at different fits than the guy that's running SCCA Trans Ams in uh, what's the Atlanta course, Lanier Speedway or down in Georgia uh, versus the guy that's running Monster Energy 125 Supercross uh, and the guy that's running Asphalt. 125 Supercross, Don. Whatever. Come on. You better call. You better call Lance out. <laughs> call Lance up, Lance. Tell me, is that four hundred, four fifty? Yeah, one twenty two one one twenty two forty. Whatever it takes. It, um, well, I guess you are really old, so it would have been one twenty fives back when you know you were a minto. Probably something like that. So anyway, right, continue. So, uh, yeah. So all these individuals are going to be looking for different fits based on what type of racing they do, and then also geographically speaking. And so I think that's the one the one big fit for me that I always try to, to tell people, you know, because, I mean, who doesn't want a blue chip sponsor, right? Who doesn't want a Fortune 500 company on the side of their car that's worldwide, they're, they're known across the globe? Of course, everybody wants to have a big household name on the side of their car or motorcycle or sprint car or whatever the case may be, but it's not feasible, okay? For most of us, the majority of us, it's not feasible, but geographically speaking, though every region has large companies and and businesses that can fit with what it is that you're doing, and it it could even be down... You know, the one, the first thing that kind of pops into my mind that goes along with everything is that when you think about FedEx, if you know, FedEx is based in Memphis. So if it, if it happens in the Memphis area, the FedEx is involved in it. And that's just a geographical fit. It's their backyard. It's their headquarters. It's where they're located. Uh, if you start looking, you know, Let's take Lucas Oil. We can use Lucas Oil for for a good example. Indiana-based. I mean, they're in Corden. They're right up the road from me here in Evansville. But, I mean, Lucas Oil Stadium, Lucas Oil Raceway. I, I mean, that's a geographical fit that goes along with that. So when you're looking at sponsors, make sure that the sponsors that you're looking at don't look past your region, your geographical fit for what it is that you're doing and where you're doing it at. You got any examples over there, Cam? Regionally? Uh, well, I, I guess that kind of preaches into, uh, you know, I always kind of talk about, oh, hit up people within your region by the track, right? Because everybody, like you said, everybody wants a blue chip sponsor, so they kind of maybe get a little too big for their britches. So, um, but what's wrong with, What's wrong with a tow truck company for a gas card? Or what's wrong with the, the local uh, Little Caesar? I had a Little Caesar's pizza deal, but obviously that's a corporate company, right? But they're all franchised out. So when I was driving a Nostalgia Funny Car, the, I, the geographic region that I was racing in, the people that owned all of the Little Caesars with, next to the racetrack, they owned like five of them, were the same people. 
So I got in contact with them and I, I put together a deal and, but it was still little Caesars. So sometimes maybe even the geographic region might help you, but it also will look better because sometimes it's a franchise. Right. And you can totally roll that over. Franchise companies are, are, I mean, brands, franchise companies and brands are very difficult, right? Because most of the franchisees are paying in a percentage, whether it's quarterly or yearly, and some of them are even monthly, in for advertising and marketing fund that the corporate places and then locally they can do co-op money. They, I mm-hmm. mean, it's just, a, it's a different animal, right, of how they do that. However, the benefit, like if you go through the struggle to, to get through the quote unquote red tape of being able to pull that off, the, the benefit of that is, is that now you had a race weekend where you can do PR that, you know, quotation marks, air quotes, you had little Caesars on board. Well, the next time you're pitching, there's a, you know, a, your car or the little Caesars logo that company's been involved with you. You've got value, you know, valuation uh, metrics to go along to show for what you've done. You get an, you get a little bit of respect with another marketing department or a brand or a company because a company or a brand that they know that's well known took a risk or took a chance and worked with you uh, on that time. And then you, that's when you get the opportunity to explain, well, you know, it was only a regional deal. It was only a local deal that we did. You know, we've done it the last three years, or we've done it the last five years. But uh, it got your foot but, in the door. That's exactly even, right. To even get that conversation, because nobody wants to sponsor somebody that doesn't have sponsors, or right. Majority time speaking, you're absolutely right. No, nobody wants. It's kind of that thing to make money. You got to have money to get sponsors. You got to have a sponsor. Yep. Yep. So you know, how do you how do you crack that nut at the beginning? Like that's that's pretty tough, but. Um, you know, or, you know, some of these people, like I, I look at this, you know, like we kind of talk about this a lot when a lot of people take say a product sponsorship and kind of blow it a little bit out of proportion. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. I think it's bad because then if you have, sure, it's a great big corporate company on the side or whatever, but now there's no room for somebody that's going to actually give me some money. So it's a fine line to walk. But if you had, say you had a corporate, a corporate whoever, right? Let's just say, say I had Impy, right? One of my sponsors, Impy, right? If I had that pretty largely on the car, and then I, I feel like I would have a better shot at getting Volkswagen to come on board with me than if I just was some no-namer, right? Because I'm already established as an MP driver, right? Sure, we don't race Volkswagens, but I'm already branded as, oh, he's a guy that's sponsored by Volkswagen. So it got me to at least them to read, you know, the picture got them to open the email or to look, to, to read past the second sentence <laughs> or, you know, oh, he has a phone number. Let's maybe call it you know, or whatever, you know. Well, hey, that's a pretty good segue into my next fit. And my next fit is actually what they consider uh, a Is this your next fit? Fit, bit? <laughs> fit, bit. That's it. But not my fit, dad, bit, my, like, yeah, because I don't my, exercise. My dad joke for the day. Yeah, your dad joke for the day. All right. Hashtag Cam's joke. 
right. Functional fit. Cause you just, I mean, you just brought that in, right? You said that you've got MP. So a functional fit for MP automatically would be Volkswagen. If you kind of look at it, let's take it down to the, a smaller level, a functional fit for your property. Let's say it's a golf course. A functional fit for a golf course obviously would be a golf ball company, golf club company, a golf course equipment, right? Why? Because they're, they're items that you need to actually have to function. In racing, we need tires, gas, oil, spark plugs, pistons. You need the things to allow you to function. Well, that also extends to the brand. So brands have their own functional or, or capability that they can lean on and you can leverage, i.e. Empy and Volkswagen. Uh, that's two individual companies right there that would go together uh, and could cross promote across their own demographic groups. MP allows them to take uh, advantage of aftermarket parcel sales. Volkswagen gets to take advantage of the loyalty or loyalist aspect, if you will. Uh, along the range with the historic factor of empty. So a functional fit fits in there. And, and nine times out of 10, you're really going to capitalize on the B2B aspect of the functional fit because you have to have them, right? Those are your product sponsors. They're the companies that can drive down your expense level. Right. Well, and then you take that to the functional fit to the next level, and and some people always complain, well, well, how come, how come Joe Blow is is sponsored by X car manufacturer? Well, because they sell those cars at their place of business, they own a dealership of that or whatever, or if it's a, if I if I want to get, how come? That guy over there is sponsored by John Deere tractors. Well, the guy very well could own some sort of John Deere tractor supply or whatever. And he was able to talk to him and say, hey, look, I got this race car. I can put some branding on it. We can do something here, get some of that money and use some of their advertising dollars. And then in return, I will buy more John Deere tractors from you. And we all win. Ooh. That, did you just did you just go right down to the sales? You went right down to the sales aspect, didn't you? Yeah, man. I, I, I'm a drag racer. I go straight to the finish line. Gotta have sales. Everything's no. about sales, right? Absolutely, and that, that's I think a lot of people they forget about that aspect of motorsports because everybody says, "Oh, I want to be sponsored. I want somebody to pay for my racing." It's kind of the wrong thing to to say or even try to do because you're never going to be successful you have to figure out you have to put yourself in those the decision maker's shoes if i'm going to give you five dollars you better darn well be able to make me you know 15 in return it's kind of like a glorified pyramid in a way (laughs) it really is i hate to say it but it is but you know but everybody forgets about that part that's why marketing works what, is, what does Don say? You know, what's the percentage, people that listen to this is your question of the day? You know, what percentage of, of business is spent on marketing? Anywhere between 3 and 5%. Exactly. Typically. I think this so, year it's going to be much less. Yeah. So 3 and 5% of their, their budget is to try to conjure up more sales or 
business opportunities, right? Well, they have to get those, right? So why are they going to, if they, if I give you $5 and you're not going to give me at least five or 15 back, why am I doing this? Well, yeah, it's because I like racing. Cool. That's only going to last for so long. Oh, wait, man, dude, we didn't even not even share show notes at all. <laughs> and, no. you, and you, and you hit, you nailed them the next fit. The next, cause you're like, I like racing, right? So let's talk about the next one. And, and we've talked about this in the past. And I think you and I called it passion marketing more than anything. But, uh, the phrase or, or tag got attached to this. And, and I thought that it fit motivational fit. Motivational being the passion beyond brand awareness and sales. The, the, the company is just, they're motivated and they just, they like racing or they like what it is that you do or they like you as an individual or they like your family or they like what you represent. There's something that motivates them to want to spend money or product. And, and have a sponsorship relationship with you, the motivational fit. I call that Cameron's two Ps. Oh, yeah? The Cameron's per- two Ps? Yeah. The personal and passionate elements of sponsorship. Oh, looky there. Cameron finally came through with two Ps. <laughs> I'm actually going to write that on my show notes for when I do the description today. Oh, God. <laughs> But no, I mean, how many of how many times? Okay, here, case in point. I, how about this? I and, and now this is completely just a hearsay conversation. But I remember when Bob Vandergriff had C and J Energy Services, and I heard it so many times. And now, I, now his name just left my head. The gentleman that owned the company that passed away was it Josh. Um, it was JC something. Um, Dang it. Now we feel we're really unprofessional, but that's the yeah. fleeting thought. That was not what I had on here. But when it came, when it came to the personal deal, I heard so many times that it was because of his relationship with Bob, why he was involved in NHRA drag racing. And yep. I mean, when, when you get, when you get individuals involved because they believe in you or they believe that, or they just downright, damn it. They just want to be involved in something that's exciting and, and exhilarating and, and can be fun, you know? And, and I'm sorry, but NHRA drag racing or drag racing as a whole, I mean, it is family fun. Most forms of motorsports are family fun. Everybody's involved. So that motivational fit piece, you're going to have companies out there where you should just be grateful that you have those relationships and tr- make sure to do your damnedest to pay them back in something. Wash their car. Do something. Do I mean, seriously. I, you know, you may go to a race and it may be the closest race for them is four hours away. I mean, get them a hotel room, buy them weekend tickets, d- do something to show gratitude back for their involvement in, in being part of your program uh, so that it'll come back to you. I promise. Don't ever be unappreciative. Don't ever look like you're not grateful 
uh, or treat someone who's motivated to be involved with your program in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, it is time to talk about your balls, Cam. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's very personal of you, Don. I prefer you stay out of my personal affairs. <laughs> But if you must, you must must be talking about, you know, that nice Manscaped ball lotion and, uh, you know, the 3.0 lawnmower trimmer. If that's what you're talking about, then yes, yes. um, The boys are doing just just dandy currently. Appreciate that. It's summer. It's sweating like a mofo out there. And you know what? I'm I'm getting through it. I I mean, dude, you know let's why? not. Do you know why, Don? Do you know why? Because oh, I use my go. I use my R I R C promo code at manscaped.com and got me a lawnmower 3.0 along with some ball solution, some deodorizer, you know, a couple things like that. Maybe a travel bag that held it, you know. Is, is and that when right? I ordered it, and when I ordered it, I was in Canada and they even shipped it to me. How about that? Look, I, I mean, I don't know why you're trying to front on all of this, but look, I, I mean, your wife's pregnant, okay? The yes. all, the all, look, let, let's come on, dog. Let, let, I mean, the, you don't even have to worry. The ceramic blade is going to take care of your skin safe technology down there because you know your wife's <laughs> pregnant. It's the only attention that your balls are getting are with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. So don't don't hold back, Cam. Do not hold back. Uh, make sure, guys, check it out. Don't forget, a few weeks ago, I talked about it and I was upset about it. And we, me and the guy at Manscaped, we're gonna we're gonna do the dosey do here coming up real soon on a conference call. But they came out with the Shears 2.0 nail clip. That takes care of your eyebrows and your fingernails. And I was upset because we are all on the 3.0 program and I am trying to get a better agent. Maybe somebody listening to racersandrentalcars.com will come in and save the day for my manscape moment and get me a better agent so I can get me a set of the shears 2.0 nail kit. But nonetheless, make sure over to, over to manscape.com, R-I-R-C, 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, grab it by the horns. 2020 is going to be a swear swear word real, real soon. I promise you. Manscaped moment of the week. This is what got tell me, me tell all me, tell sp- me. got me all spun up, dude. All spun up. My Manscaped moment goes out to Bubba Wallace. And before everybody goes and turns their radio station or hits end or stop on their freaking iPod. Did I say iPod? iPhone. <laughs> You're really dating yourself here, buddy. I'm really dating myself. Look, here is somebody, whether you like him or you hate him, I do not care. This is a motorsports marketing show. His team came up with DoorDash and Columbia Sportswear in 96 hours. Two large back-to-back announcements for, for Bubba Wallace and his team and Richard Pitting Motorsports. And now the pot's stirring that Richard Petty Motorsports is going to go to Toyotas next year. They're going to be a TRD team because Levine Family Racing has shut down. Uh, Christopher Bell is going to be moving on uh, to Joe Gibbs Racing. So you can love him or hate him all you want. 
But Bubba Wallace and his team, that's just epic. I challenge you to go out there and find another NASCAR driver or team that launched two major corporate sponsorships, multi-year deals in the, in the same seven-day period. He was huge. And then what did he do? He turned right around, kicked money down to Hannah Newsom, Newhouse, Newhouse. I always call her Newsom. It should be Newhouse. She's a NASCAR driver who's who's put. She's also, if you watch NASCAR, she's on Race Hub. She's a pit reporter. She's all over the NASCAR world because she's an actual on-air talent. But she's also a race car driver. And he went out. She was soliciting, looking for leads on Twitter through social media uh, that her journey and he jumped out there and said hey guess what send me your tire bill for the weekend i got you covered so here's another nascar driver jumping in throwing his money that he obviously just signed up and he's kicking it down to somebody else who's trying to climb the ladder so manscape moment of the week bubba wallace richard petty motorsports congrats guys looking forward to seeing what you do with your two new deals that's awesome that is that's huge and especially in these you know, we keep saying it, he's trying times to announce and launch two new sponsors like that. They haven't been in motorsports, have they? DoorDash, have they? No. no. Yeah. And I went back and I went back to try to find the last time that Columbia even had an apparel deal uh, in NASCAR and I still could not find one. So um, either it was long before they actually started keeping records of it uh, or it's or it's a new a new venture yeah no that's that's huge and you know kudos to them hopefully one day you and I Don you and I can announce something such as awesome as that you want me to kick some money down to your tire bill <laughs> would you please <laughs> hello uh, I'll, I'll see if I can slide that through accounting, but I don't know if you know this or not, but my owner uh, is actually an accountant by background, so I don't know if it's going to fly too much. I don't know what I can do to help you, man. I'm sending you some scuffs. Can you run some scuffs? <laughs> that's that's fine. You know, Don's, Don's owner is an important guy. Just saying. <laughs> he is. He's very important. Very, yeah. very much so. And, it, and it's just... I just love the fact that you always refer to him as your owner, and I still want to get him on the show to know what it's like to be Don's owner, to own Don. Look, I could probably I mean, I'm do... not sure if I would get Don's own. I'm not sure which owner I would get because I'm sh- pretty sure there's Diane, and then there's JB. <laughs> so, I mean, well, that's going to be a toss-up. We may have to have them both on. Well, let's see. If I had to personally give it to you, I would tell you that Diane would be what I would consider uh, my manager uh, because she tells me on the regular what to do and what not to do. <laughs> so, and uh, then my owner, he finances the stuff that I'm allowed to do and not to do. <laughs> so that's pretty fair, right? That's pretty good. I mean, I don't think I'm too far off on assessment here, possibly. Uh, yeah. Man, I, dude, we could probably do that. We should probably like maybe look into doing that. Could like set it up and let Diane, Angie, let, and JB all on the same. Do you put Tori in there too? I, I mean, I think we could like l- let the audience send in questions about what it's like, and then it w- all oh, it's going to do please. is strengthen. Yes, please send your questions to hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com <laughs> on 
what we need to ask Don's owners on how it is to be to own Don. <laughs> I mean, all it's going to do, dude, is strengthen our case, right? Our argument for our own real, uh, reality show. That's all it's going to do because people are going to go, are you kidding this me? Is me? This <laughs> is me typing my questions currently. What is it like to put him in the doghouse? How long? And why? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's unreal. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of images, <laughs> this, this is one that I want to talk about. This, and this is, pretty, this is pretty new and probably, I would say right now in 2020, it's probably one of the biggest challenges. And we've talked about it on this show before. We were lucky enough to have a sponsor involved. But when we talk about image fit, right? So it's going to be, let's be really extreme. It's probably not a good image fit if you're a recovering alcoholic and you go after a beer company. Not so much. I, I mean, that's probably not working, right? Um, no. Okay. So let's, what brings me to that is for us, we talked about and and we've been big proponents of CBD, right? And there's a lot of properties that are out there. And when we refer, when I refer, use the word property, I'm referring to like arenas, stadiums, race teams, golf courses, whatever it may be that events take place at, that they have TV packages or they have rights holders that may or may not visualize CBD being a conflict of interest when it comes to image. True. I, I, I mean, I, here's my next one for you. Politics. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I understand. Don's going there. Well, I will. I, I mean, it's really it, look, funny this. you say this because I had a conversation with somebody today about about campaign money and sponsorships. Absolutely. So, yeah. all right. So, th- I think so if any I, campaigns out there want to want to you know broadcast on a top fuel car for Indy, hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Just kidding. Uh, uh, no, not you're really. not. But not, not really. really. And I'll I think, and I'm. At this point. <laughs> All right, Jesus. I'm trying to remember. Is it, I, equal, I, is it equal time or free time? I'm trying to remember which one it is. Equal air or free air? I cannot remember the phrase. It's it's escaped my mind. Uh, but basically, it's broadcasting that when it comes to politics, both parties have to have equal amount, right? Equal opportunity. Now. Good thing. Funny car and dragster are kind of equal. Top yeah. sportsman, top dragster. <laughs> right. So. You know, a few weeks ago, there was a certain NHRA star that got no TV time on a live stream. By all means, please let me make sure that I'm, I'm clear on this. Uh, got no, no airtime on a live stream, which, is, as far as I'm concerned, is very cloudy right, water. I'm, I'm used to that, so it's <laughs> I'm never going to get through this segment. <laughs> oh, Guys, if you can see Don's face, that's what I keep messing with. 
<laughs> oh, right. Jesus. On with uh, the chlorophyll. On with the chlorophyll. <laughs> so today, Junior, anyway, so he did not get a lot of airtime. And the, the internet, social, the internet, social media blew up, right? We have all these people calling out so-and-so and calling out the, this network and that network and this executive and that executive. And my only issue, right, and it's a concern, and it's not really even a concern. I would venture to say it's probably more an observation, and you just brought it up. Okay, you did not give that individual in that campaign equal amount of airtime or any airtime because there wasn't a competing campaign present. So my question is, is that if I had both campaigns present as a race, as a sanctioning body, and as a, 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 I guess you consider that a rights holder and content provider, would you stream both? Because at that point, you're, or show both. At that point, are you both, are you, are you demonstrating fairness across both parties so that yeah, your image they just don't show either of them that was my next one or do you not show either of them well obviously they would pick that one now so that goes back to my image point where sometimes a conflict partnership falls into the category of any pr is better than no pr so if you think about the outcome for the certain driver Social media went up through the roof. I for, I quit counting after trying to keep track of the number of shares off of one photo uh, of the car. Um, but I, I just quit counting. The metrics was through the roof. So that image fit that we're all looking for, right? You might have what you think is the perfect fit for you and your personality and your background and your beliefs, uh, your or your race race team, the way it's organized or put together, you may have that all the way. That does not mean that the properties that you compete at or the sanctioning bodies that you compete within are going to agree with your fit. So if you're not taking that into consideration, you're probably going to come up short or challenged at the level of PR that you may or may not get. Ooh, yeah, Don's like getting all like ethical and political. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I do know that campaigns got a lot of money going around, so. Same. So let's try, try, let's, let's 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 offer up let's offer this up like let's 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 try it right. Which party do you want? <laughs> so so you so you're tell you're telling me. Well, I mean, you're out on the West Coast. Who's on the liberal ticket? Uh, <laughs> All right. Who's on the Democratic uh, ticket? Uh. uh, uh. <laughs> And this, my friends, is one of your professors at Cheetos College. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm not. I'm not going there. 
You just said you wanted to get campaign money for the side of a top fuel car. Yeah, but I didn't say that part. <laughs> you didn't want that party. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Hey, I, dude. I'm, but I'm, I mean, I, it depends. I, that's where it would get really, really sticky. Because how bad, that, that would be the question. How bad do you want to race? Well, and now that, so ethical fit is not on my sheet. Oh, well, see. Well, hang on. Let me type that in, too. You're going to put it on your sheet over there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, that's, and again, think about NASCAR. Corey LaJoy has a Trump, has a Trump program that he's running at certain events in certain areas, certain markets, again, geographically and image. I mean, there we're checking off some fits here for Corey LaJoy and, and his program. I, I just, it's a challenge. It's a difficult point for you to be in where I don't think that those campaigns, I don't, I mean, there's people in those rooms that obviously are way higher. They probably worked for Google and Mark Zuckerberg when it comes to analytics and metrics. They are, they're, those tickets, those party tickets, they're sitting in a room going, all right, guys, yeah, we're not sending any money over to NHRA because they may burn down or flip the car over that that logo may, or name may pop up on. We're not sending it over to NASCAR either. Cause that, that's just not our, that's not going to work. I mean, again, I mean, it has to fit, right? We're talking about fits for them as a campaign party. It's the same thing. They have to advertise in places where it fits. And if you don't think that's the case, think about it when you see the commercials or political campaigns when you're on a website or you're watching a TV show on what channel it is. And when that happens, my friends, Make note of it because it's by design. And that means that the people that are watching those shows or on those websites in which you see those ads, they fit that market. That's, that's, their, that's their voter. That's their party. That's their demographic. And we're no different in the marketing world of motorsports. When we're, I mean, look at us. We're a podcast and we are, we have sponsors that are focused on certain markets and groups. And so, I mean, we're no different from that standpoint. So, image. Image is a very, very, very tight rope to walk. And again, some PR is good PR, and then sometimes no PR is the best PR. No PR is the best PR. Hmm. Do you want conflict? Some do. Again, some PR or no PR. Yeah, but there's but what that doesn't go with the saying there's no publicity, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, PR. but don't you don't you think that we've kind of jumped out of that realm? I mean, and we can talk about that as we're going to wrap up the show. I mean, don't you think that we have evolved as a society? Technology speaking, education speaking, to say, you know, uh, you don't always 
have to have PR. Not what 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 did you say? All PR is not bad PR. What did I say? No, uh, all there's no such thing as bad publicity. Do you agree? This day and age, I don't know. There's, I mean, didn't there's, I mean, there's didn't aspects, we have a gag yeah. order? We had a gag order for like six weeks. We couldn't talk about nothing around here. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, wasn't my doing. I I'm, I mean, that's why when you when you're looking, it's about leadership. <laughs> it, it's about leadership. It's about what we're trying to accomplish. I and and I can't stress it enough. Um, I had. I had a buddy of mine today send me this and I thought about posting it on our, on our Facebook page and I, and I, I had almost hit send and then I took it back down. Uh, the army sent out new, uh, updated, uh, guidelines, if you will, for election season of what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say, what you can and can't post and so forth. Um, and where the lines are. And when he sent it to me, oh my God, I was like, I, I just, I should just like start like chopping out some words here and inserting things and make it like the racer's creed of social media of what the do's and don'ts. Because I mean, all the time that we spend on podcasts, you know, jumping up and down saying, guys, don't do this. Don't, I mean, take the high road. Don't do that. Don't do this. It's all in here in this card. And. And I and I may I may still go back through and chop it up and and send it out maybe like right before twenty twenty one is the show season or whatever sponsorship is wrapping up. But, it might not be the show season anymore. Yeah, I I, I I hate to hear that. I hate to think that. Right. So let, actually, we we got a few minutes left. I want to talk about this. Because you're not going to Indy, are you? You're not going to the U.S. Nationals. Or you are. Uh, Hate to put you on the spot on the air. (laughs) Way to go, jackass. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, I don't know yet. Okay, me neither. How about that? Um, But I had a conversation today with somebody who told me that they they heard the best, best argument not argument, but justification for not going to Indy this year was that they'd been to Indy previously and they did they not be want the it. Same. And they did not want this year's Indy to tarnish the image or tradition or history of previous Indies. And when I look at the entry sheet on the website, brother, it ain't going to be the same Indy. Yeah, we're finishing on fair. Sunday. We're finishing on Sunday, not Monday. We got the Jags All Stars there this year. It's not going to be in Chicago. I, dude. So, and and we say Indy. You have to this year in 2020. You have to specify this. You're going yeah. to the U.S. Which Nationals. Yes. Yeah. U.S. Nationals. So I, that got me to thinking about people that are, have told me that point blank they're not going to PRI if PRI happens. Right. So they're just, they're not, they're like, we're not, we're not going as a company. We're not going 
Uh, I've had people tell me as individuals they're not going, race teams are not going, so forth. I kind of look at PRI the same way. You know, it's like you, you've been, you know what it represents, you know what it should look like, and now it's not going to look like that. And so does that make us narrow-minded that we don't embrace whatever it is that we've got now to just deal with it? Or does it make us just old school, holding on to the, to the historic factor, nostalgia of what PRI has always been? Ooh, that's, a, that's, another, that's another toughie. That is a tough question because I kind of agree with that. I mean, as much as I love, love me some PRI and good times, I probably won't go this year. Unless something changes between now and then, but for the better, I would I would hope to be there. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the same. It would be it'll be tarnished. And I hate to say that because, like I said, I, I love PRI and what they stand for and everything that they do for the industry. But yeah. Hmm. Well, I I mean, I guess we'll just have to filter out those comments that'll come in. To hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com, and I guess we'll use a K&N filter to do it. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Filter them out. Got the, got for, the nut on the bottom for the wrench, so it's easier to tighten them, too. That's what we're going to do. For over 50 years, K&N has been the industry leader in filtration technology, offering products to increase vehicle performance, protection, and longevity for automotive enthusiasts worldwide. Whether you're searching for an air filter to help protect your engine and increase performance, a cabin air filter to keep the interior of your vehicle clean and fresh and keep out COVID, or an air intake system to provide extra horsepower and torque that you can feel, K&N has five decades of engineering expertise that you can trust. Visit K&N Filters to search for your high-performance products for your vehicle and use the code RIRC and get a free oil filter with any air filter purchase. Again, KNNFilters.com, buy an air filter, use the discount code RIRC and get a free oil filter to boot. Service up your ride, get ready for winter, or just get ready to dig in and have some fun. Either way, KNNFilters.com. Dot com. Dot com. Well, dude, I, I'm not going anywhere this weekend. Are you going anywhere? Uh, no, because the kitchen's being installed this weekend. Cabinets are going in starting tomorrow, which would be Thursday. So hopefully by the time this comes out Saturday, I'll have kitchen cabinets. Definitely not going to have a countertop, but, you know. I wanted to go to the river, but it's not going to happen. So, like, when you put your new kitchen cabinets in, did you, like, cut three foot off of them so you guys could reach everything? <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy. Uh, why? Why? I just. I'm no, just we actually <laughs> had one of, the, one of the one of the bottom drawers actually pulls out into the step stool, bro. Right. Oh my god! And it ha- it's, hey. it's, it's the Angelina Ferre's signature model. It has her signature on the ladder. <laughs> Cam's cap- cabinets are the only ones in the house where Cam- where the top Cam- drawer has to be. <laughs> I know she I know she is gonna be pissed when she hears this. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Uh, Actually, well, we have to watch the stool. We do have to watch the stepladder in the kitchen. And, well, it's actually in the laundry room next to the kitchen. But Jet, I found him. He decided to like put it up. I ran into the other room. I came back, and he was standing on top of it. There you go. And I'm like, dude, I mean, that's cool. He's like, dad, that ladder, dad, that ladder. I'm like, uh, you're going to need to come down from there because you're going to crack your skull on that nice, fresh concrete that we have in our kitchen. Dude, <laughs> nice put a helmet nice over there. Tell him when he climbs the ladder, he's got to put a helmet on. That's true because he pretty much wears his helmet like 75% of the time as it is. So. Unbelievable. He, yeah, he whacked his head pretty good the other day. He was, sli- he was running in the backyard. Because he was naked as a jaybird and slipped and cracked his head on the on the concrete on the water, but oh, wasn't wearing wasn't wearing his helmet. All right. Well, I'm gonna spend the weekend trying to get ready for if and when not if but when I get ready to go back to the racetrack again. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Fingers crossed. Say some prayers. Huge shout out to all the vendors that have jumped in to uh, help us try to get back on track soon. And uh, yeah, I'm going to kick back, try to spend some time with the wife. We don't get to do that very often. And uh, work and look for next week's show. So hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Thank you to all our sponsors. Don's owners will be the uh, next. The ne- <laughs> I don't think so. You won't, be able to pull, you, won't have to, you won't be able to pull that off next week. Next week's Bowling Green, so you won't be able to pull that off. Dude, what the way, what the way. Well, this, the internet there is very yeah, that's so, right. uh, yeah. maybe two weeks from now we'll give you guys two weeks to you know see what it, questions to see what it's like to be Don's owner that's it and we appreciate those that are sending questions in asking about our sponsorship topics keep them coming because we're going to keep talking about sponsorships as we move forward that being said rate review subscribe please tell 10 of your friends We love you all. Thank you for tuning in. I'm out. Well, see you later. Thank you for listening to the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Performance Data Systems, Streetway Marketing and Media, and Stupid Fast Racing, and racersandrentalcars.com.